Welcome back to a new episode of the Rooted In podcast. This is our new series for Jam Unplugged, where we are diving deeper with local musicians in Las Vegas. Today we have a very special guest that I'll let them introduce themselves. Um, we were just watching the video of the Jam Unplugged. It was incredible, so inspiring, and we're going to dive deeper into some things that were touched upon. So my special guest... Hey guys, I'm hey. Meg DeFantom. Hi Kelly. How are you? I'm all right. You know, I just got off work. Thanks for meeting with me of after course. that. No worries. We're happy to have you. And I think that's reflective of just like being a working musician. You're making it work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Literally, you know, like this is what you're doing after working a full day. Yes. So um, we're going to dive into it. Let's start with that. Mm -hmm. um, how would you describe life in Las Vegas as a working musician? Um, it like is definitely, it's nice to just like, you know, know that it's not a lot of pressure on you to have like, you know, to have to be like a full-time gigging musician. Okay. Like it's nice to be able to like do the gigs that like you can incorporate a lot of your original sound in because a lot of the times being like a full-time musician, you're required to play most of other people's music. Mm. Um, I don't really identify as like a cover musician. I'm more of like a singer songwriter. So for me, it's like, it gives me that, I guess, it's comfortable for me, but like, of course, like I would like to share my music, like not just in Las Vegas, but like other cities, other states and things like that. Um, so that's why like doing stuff like this for the community is very, very like, it's cool because you never know, like, especially Ferguson's, you guys are growing like, you know, organization. So you never know who you're going to be able to meet, you know, when you're mm. performing at a place like, or a venue like this. And like, because you guys are like, you have an online presence and you're doing podcasts and virtual, like, you know, like markets and stuff like that. So I don't know. It's pretty cool. Just like talking on this specific uh, like connection, like with Ferguson's and being a singer songwriter for me, it's like it works for what I have going on. That's awesome. And let's dive deeper. What do you have going on? Uh, well, before all of this happened, I was bartending at the strip um, and I still am a bartender. But right now I just work at one of like a small business. You know, it's like a restaurant. OK, so. Then, you know, during this whole quarantine, me and Cameron, who you had here yes. just, you know, like yesterday, literally, um, him and I did a virtual open mic when we talked about that. I know briefly. I would follow that. Yeah. yeah. So that was super fun. And then we realized that like other open mics in Las Vegas, like the jam, can I shout them out? Yeah, of course. The jam and like uh, snaps open mic. So they started doing the same thing and it's cool because they already have a following that like people go to their thing and they started doing the virtual open mic. So essentially that's like what we wanted to do is to have like something for people to still like, you know, tune into while they're mm -hmm. just at home and things like that, because it could probably drive you freaking crazy. Right. You know, um, I guess, uh, what else would you like me to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of that, like, so you were doing it more for the community, yeah. but for yourself, because you're not being booked for gigs right now, mm -hmm. like in real life, was that important for you to make sure that you were continuing playing and mm -hmm. just still showing up, even if it wasn't in the same capacity? Yeah. Like, how did that feel? Because some people during this time have gotten really creative and some people have zapped energy for right. creativity. So. 
How have you been navigating it? It's a, it's a mixture for sure. Like it, it was like there's been days where it was super hard to stay motivated. But what I realized is that you should definitely have control over your schedule, like to have at least like some sort of a routine. So that way, like nothing is like too out of the norm crazy that you're just like super sporadic with your day and just like, you know, two days go by and you haven't really done anything. So like with me, I've, I was just writing a lot. Um, I finished recording two songs. I put out a single recently i'm having a single coming out at the end of the month and i've been recording an ep with cameron so that'll be set to release in like end of july incredible mm -hmm. so let's dive deeper into that because that's something really important that we want to share the idea behind jam unplugged is that people can be inspired to mm -hmm. also follow their passion in music in a city that maybe they feel like they can't be an original artist and be successful so we really want to feature our talent here that you can do it and mm -hmm. it is possible so let's dive into your process so you said you're a singer songwriter um what inspires you what do you what steps do you take um how do you get started when you have a feeling that you want to write yeah so a lot of the times it's like I definitely do meditate on the idea that I have. Sometimes mm -hmm. it could come naturally. Depends on how strongly it is, like, inside of me. Um, I do cry a lot when I, like, write whatever I write about. And I've also realized it's super weird because whenever I feel like my heart is broken, that's mm -hmm. where I can really write love songs for yes. some reason. It's like you can channel that feeling of, like, what you really, like, for me personally, what I really want the most is just, like, you know, to share, like, you know, the message of like love. And one of my songs that I, we recorded last time was uh, the song called um, To Love. And that just like was about, you know, getting hurt a few too many times and like, not giving up and just continuing to just like, you know, like at the end of it, after you've healed, after that, you know, tragic incident, like all you really want to do is give your heart again, mm. you know, and that's what you really want as a human. Like you'll just continually be hurt the rest of your existence but that's why you're built the way you are and that's why we're resilient the way that we are um my process more like to me is like I like to write when I'm driving like you know okay. I'll just like have like my voice notes recording and just like randomly bur blurt out things or like I would just write every single thing that I'm feeling and kind of pick out paragraphs to pair with and like to make as a verse form. That's kind of like that's cool. A so you would things. just write like sounds like like a, a journal, downloading kind of like your thoughts. Yeah, writing them down in your journal and then putting them together. Yes, yeah, that's, that's like cool. it's like just a puzzle, you know. Like you take mm -hmm. the parts that you can fit it as a song because there's structure, but I like to just free verse it, you know, like just to get out whatever I'm trying to like really talk about for the song. I love that. So. Tell us, choose one of the songs that you performed and let's dive into the backstory of it. Okay, um, so I have a song called More Than Enough. Mm. Um, and that was about just like dealing with a lot of like mental health, um, my, my own mental health. Uh, I originally wrote that like for a friend actually, but as I like wrote the lyrics, I read it and I was just like, wow, these are like, because I can't really write anything that I haven't personally experienced. Mm. So then when I was helping her, because she was almost contemplating, like, you know, taking her own life. Uh -huh. So writing that song for her made me realize that I was also writing it to myself when I was going through that difficult time and how I overcame it, you know? And I, I think that that song is just like the, the, the chorus specifically says, um, Darling, you can't pour from an empty cup. And as much as I would like to, I can't always hold you up. 
but just know that you're an abundance of love and uh, that you are more than enough. So it's just That's like, beautiful. yeah, it's just a reminder that, you know, there are people that can help you in your journey of finding your own peace inside, but as much as possible, like it really is a responsibility that only you can have. Mm, that's incredible. That's a beautiful story. Thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. So when you have that experience and you write that song and you put your lyrics on a piece of paper, now you're putting the piece all together. What's that next step look like? Um, just playing it a lot to myself okay. and just like being able to uh, know the song and how I'm going to want to play it for an audience. Um, you know, the first like handful of times that I play it out for people publicly is like not really the, the, the way that I want the song to sound, but it's like still being worked out. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I like, sometimes it comes really naturally or sometimes it has to be pre-meditated for a little while. So practicing it, getting it out of your system almost like yeah, exercising, yes. you will, to kind of fine tune, see what feels good, what doesn't, what are people connecting mm -hmm. with. Yes. That's cool. Yeah, that's a lot of that, too, is, like, you know, like, it's, like, a sometimes, like, playing live shows, it's, like, you have to test out your own your own material mm. and see if people are, like, responding to it well right. or if they're not, you know. And if they're not, and I personally like the song, sometimes I'll still keep it in, like, for my own self, you know, like, you have to have songs that you write for other people and songs that you write and you want to keep for yourself. What are one of those songs that you write for yourself or play mm, for yourself? I have a song called Super Straight. And it's about like, <laughs> falling for a straight girl, mm. you know, and and that's just like a very because I like I, I'm inspired by Adam Sandler's music. Surprisingly, I don't know a lot of people. Wait, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler makes like music. Comedian. Yeah. Okay. He makes music. So a lot of his his stuff is like it's like a very tongue in cheek way of you know like explaining something. Okay. I like I like that. So like his Hanukkah songs. Hanukkah song, okay. that one, um, that one from like Fifty First Dates. Forgetful Lucy, cracked her head like Gary Busey, but I still love her so. Those songs. Okay. Those are very like catchy and like funny, but then also sweet. Yes. So super straight was inspired yeah. by that. <laughs> Those, that's a song that I wrote for myself. Yeah. Because I don't know like many like cisgender men that will write a song super straight about I guess the way I put it because I, I talk about falling in love with my be best friend mm. I don't know well that's cool do you <laughs> perform it like yeah. or is it something that you don't I do play it okay, yeah cool. all right well we're gonna need to uh, see that next time <laughs> you're on our stage um so let's dive into life as a musician here in Las Vegas what are some uh, opportunities that you would really love to see happen? Um, what support would you love to see? What is working that's really awesome? Like, how? what's your state of the union of being a musician here? Mm. I guess, like, for me, like, I didn't really expect to play live shows as, like, a local musician. I really just... Went to open mics all the time when I was 19. I went to the Human Experience, which is not around anymore, but they I got I remember like, that. Yeah. Was it so when it was in the Beat? Mm-hmm. They, were, they okay. had one at the Beat, like the LGBT Center. Mm -hmm. They're just like, like every like little place like got to, you know, like they have to, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Uh, but I started there and then got snuck into more open mics because I wasn't 21 yet. And because I liked 
like that's my outlet to express myself I guess is through writing songs eventually just started like you know getting a little bit better as like time went on and so a lot of people like always ask about how are you gonna be how how can I play at different venues like Ferguson a lot of people love this venue how can you play at venues like this and like that's like the common answer that I give, and that's what Sonia's answer is. Barcelona, mm-hmm. she also started with open mics, um, doing that, and so like, just be very diligent with it, and like continue to go as many times as you can, and always just keep writing. You know, it doesn't matter if it's good or if it's not, because all you're doing is really just honing in and getting better at what you do. If if that is what you want to do, is become like a local musician. Um, I had this idea with Cam that we wanted to do where we wanted to have like a collaborative um, like song with a lot of local artists. Ooh. And it would be about like the time that we're currently living and experiencing, which is the quarantine. And like we wanted like Sonia, Cameron Kellaway, all those different artists to like be a part of the song and kind of like a boy band like song situation where like each artist would sing a line in the song and then we would all sing in the chorus. And okay, that would be like a Vegas. Let's make that happen. We would love to. Like okay. me and Cam have been talking about that. We could help with that. That would be really fun. Yeah, that would be awesome. I love that. So it also sounds that you're very collaborative. That uh, this the feeling again. I'm not a musician by mm-hmm. any means. I've actually been like blacklisted from uh, singing at karaoke bars because I'm terrible, <laughs> but I try my best. Um, <laughs> I don't think you can be blacklisted no, at karaoke. I think that's like the thing. I am not like, allowed to sing. In Long Island, New oh. York, at karaoke bars, because I would just go Damn. too hard. I went too hard. I thought I was Janis Joplin, and I am not, sadly. <laughs> Did you, like, swing the mic? It, yeah. And then it, it, like, broke a I window? Really, I really gave it my all, you know? I was asked not to come back. But I still want to hear it. I, okay. <laughs> I mean, no one else will, but... <laughs> Um, so again, I really like admire musicians. I think it, being a musician is such like a magical talent that you have that, you know, you're living your life and then you're able to make it into this beautiful form that other people could feel and sense and f- bring them into your experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so what you touched upon it before, but what is that experience that you really want to take people in on? Hmm. So for me personally, as an artist, my ultimate goal is just to write about my truth. And if that is uh, like a like a glow or like a general truth that other people also experience, and it provides them some sort of relief and mm. through my music, that like really is my main goal. Um, I like to share music. I, I want to bring it back to you know not saying that I'm the best at it, but I want to bring back like music that has true meaning and like has importance like writing about mental health and and um, like love you know I think love is such an elusive thing Mm -hmm. I don't have a hold of it I don't understand it all too well but like I can only write about my own experiences and Mm -hmm. if other people resonate from it and how I overcame things like how I got myself back up from like you know such a hurtful experience um so those are the things that I write about. I write about like funny stuff sometimes. I write about serious things. I write write about like um, like if you're if you have any doubts about the trajectory of your life. So it's like stuff that like I I'm 24, so like stuff that you'd be experiencing like in your lo- younger 20s. And how when did you come to Vegas? I moved to Vegas in 2012. I was born oh, and raised okay. in the Philippines, so I went to high school there, and then my family and I decided to move uh, to Las Vegas. Wow. So was yeah. that like a huge shift of 
like, it, yes, like my whole world was shook overnight, like literally. So like I was already going to go to college there, finished high school and, you know, going to go with my friends. But then like, you know, it wasn't like all of a sudden my dad applied for like the citizenship 20 years before. Like I was already like, you know, a like an infant. But then we decided to move here and I refused to. I didn't want to. But then like, you know, it was like a blessing in disguise because there's a lot of things that like I have yet to. I didn't know like I was going to be a musician. So what did you, what was your passion before? What did you think you would become when you grew up? Uh, like, living in a third world country is very, like, streamlined. Like, mm. what, all you know is, like, go to school and go to college. You can't even get a job after high school, like, here. So you have to finish college. And, like, it is so hard to find a job there because the unemployment rate is so high. In the Philippines, mm. there's just so many freaking people. Not enough jobs, not enough, like, decent paying jobs at that. So, like, my family, in my family, there's six of us. This is a big family, you know? So it was just an opportunity for my parents to, like, find a better life for me. And my other, my brother, I had a brother that moved here with me. He joined the military. But then, you know, that's what they saw, a better life for us, you know? Wow, that was so brave. Mm -hmm. Do you have any other family here? Um, I have my aunt and, like, a few cousins and, like, cousins, like, spread out to, like, the West Coast. Wow. Yeah. So in 2012, you moved here. Mm -hmm. How did you stumble upon music? It was like a long, I guess, like journey to that. Because if you had met me right when I moved here, I'm like a totally different person. And just like I said, like at 19, I started going to open mics. Mm -hmm. And from that point then forward, like that's just how I like kept meeting more local artists that like did music that inspired me and that like we got to collaborate on some things together. But it just started with like learning Ed Sheeran covers. And, really? Like, yeah, that's pretty much how it started. Like I love his songwriting. Um, I think his whole story from like him having, uh, he has Tourette's. Okay. So he like stutters a lot. But then in his music, that all dissipates, like it all disappears, right? And so he had this like speech or talk or whatever at a high school or something and he was talking about like just don't give up on your dream like the the harder you work and the more you just really want it to work it will mm -hmm. and I really enjoyed that like message that he was giving so that inspired me to want to be a music maker absolutely so even prior to like when you were in the Philippines growing up you didn't even play music uh -uh. or I write music no I wasn't like I wasn't like I didn't even learn any music theory and stuff like that. Like, I just literally picked up a guitar, learned his chords, like, learned other people's chords, listened to more music, and, like, you know, kind of And then you just started it. singing, and you had this incredible voice? I guess so. I mean, I just wow. always enjoyed singing, but I was never a singer, like, per se. And, like, I never, like, participated. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just tried to, like, really just, I, it's something that I really enjoyed doing. But I realized that here. I didn't, like, do any of that back then back home wow yeah. so now you're like wow okay so I love this I love writing you something that you two, 2012 wasn't like that long ago no but it's been a minute it's been a minute <laughs> but but I'm saying like relatively to your life story like you know yeah to a good majority of my life was spent there right and to discover that um now that you are writing putting out your music what is that experience of like writing 
you know that you want to create this experience for people. Um, where are you recording? How are you getting your music out there? So I record with Cameron, me and Cameron. Okay. So Cameron has a studio set up. We've been working together since last September. So he produced my um, my single, which is Highly. And then I the one that I just came out with is Open Up To Me, and that was also produced by Cam. So the third single that I'm putting out at the end of the month was also in his bedroom. So he just recently moved. So like his bedroom has moved to a new spot and then that's where we record. Um, but it's like really super simple. Like you don't need any like fancy thousands of dollars worth of equipment to record to be able to produce quality music. Like I know people that like, that's like really like they're set on that idea. It's a block. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it's, a, you can't like let that be the case because you know, like, if you genuinely have good quality, uh, let's say like if you have good lyrics and things like that, and you have like a, you know, like a good amount of following and you're active in the community, like people will still want to support you and love what you do because you, you know, like it's the amount of heart that you put into it. Mm. So I, I would say like, don't let that discourage you if you're just recording in a bedroom, like a lot of great named artists like Flume, like, or just bedroom producers. They started in their bedrooms and their like whatever space that they started in and now look at where they're at look where they're at you know so it's like you have to start somewhere it's a start it's not like the only way that you like couldn't like eventually one day you might get into a big studio but like right you have to just get start it started somewhere and work with friends it yeah. sounds like again going back to collaborating with community it sounds like that's a big um thread mm -hmm. throughout your story yes too, especially it's, it's helped me a lot like a lot of you know like local artists that are like super supportive as well like Cameron like want to help out and like also like you know create with other people mm. so it's like I'm very thankful for that too I love that I think that's also very reflective of our community here in Las Vegas um the stereotype of Las Vegas is that people are very transient and no one knows each other but once you stick around for a little bit mm -hmm. there's this really beautiful supportive community that wants to see you succeed and yes. is always there to keep rooting you on. That's very true. And like, you know? I still get surprised about how, uh, how much, how many people don't know about like this part of Las mm -hmm. Vegas. Like literally all you have to do is travel like 10 minutes out from the strip <laughs> and you get to see it's this. It's a whole other world. Yeah. It's a better like version of Las Vegas than what you've painted in your head. You know? I agree. My friends from back home, I'm, I'm from New York. When wow. I told them I was moving here and they were like, what? Like, no, I, there's a really cool thing happening in downtown Las Vegas. I just have this pull, like, I have to go there. And I'm so grateful. Were you, like, living in Manhattan or what? Uh, Queens. In Queens, Yeah, wow. I'm from Long Island. I was living in Queens. Oh, wow. Um, but I had an opportunity to work on a project down here. So I was like... Which is this, Ferguson's or something uh, else? No, okay. something else. Vegination. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Helped open up that place. So... Uh, again, just I think a big part of what Ferguson's downtown is sharing and like your personal story, Cameron was sharing of that you could be a musician, you could be a creative, you can have really supportive, encouraging people around you, yes. you could have the tools and access to actually put your music out there. Um, something that you touched upon, like you can be a working musician, mm -hmm. you know, you might have a side hustle for a while, but it is possible in our market. Yeah. You know, to be a working musician, mm -hmm. which I think is really cool because, like, say, back home in New York or, say, Los Angeles, where it's a lot more expensive yes. to live, it's really competitive, you know, it's it's not the same environment. Yes. Where here in Vegas, I think we have a very more nurturing environment 
to be yeah. creative, you know? And you do have, like, the opportunity to, like you said, like, it's ex- expensive at a lot more other places. So it's like, do you pay rent or do you spend some of your extra money for groceries or trying to record music? So right. here, you ha- it's like a more balanced environment. Like, you can actually do both. Yes. You know, as long as you have the drive to do it. Like for me, my whole goal as to why I want to release this EP is so I can next year. Um, have you ever heard of So Far Sounds? Yeah. Yeah. So they have mm-hmm. it in every We've city. They've had it here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They've had it here. So I played at a few shows of theirs. And um, one of their coordinate, like the people that like run it, Molly, um, if you know Molly yep. Higgins. She's so awesome. She, yeah, she's super dope. And she like kickstarted that. She started the So Far uh, thing back here in Vegas because it like wasn't going for a while and she picked it back up mm-hmm. and she worked really hard on it and now like it's very like prominent like you know uh, as well as like music uh, thing that people go to so like they have it in different cities and like I want to take my car and like set it up as a camper and drive the, like go to all these different cities and play and share that music and just see what happens from it like I want to do that as soon as all this ends like next year that would be cool mm-hmm. I would follow that on Instagram. Your I'll, journey I'll definitely try that. to document that journey. Oh, you would have to, because that's yeah. like a cool moment. Yeah, and share. like I've always wanted to do that. And like my whole thing is like, if it's appeared in your head like more than three times, you just have to make it happen. Yes. You have to make it happen. Believer of that as well. So where? What's the current state of the new union of where you are? So you're recording new music. You have some new singles out. You're gonna have another new single out. Um, Again, speaking of visualizing, like, where do you see yourself maybe this month, this year, overall? Like, give us what's that vision? Mm, So I like to set short-term goals because I feel like if I do set, like, a grandiose, like, goal for myself, I feel like those could definitely be subject to change Mm -hmm. so like I mentioned like my short-term goals are to be able to finish this EP in July and to make this like so to speak tour thing happen like with a different so far is because I really like the idea that the be still and listen thing if I could just touch on it like I like that a lot with what they do because these people come to these events to listen to what these artists have to share and they are very like attentive to it um, so I feel like I could actually connect with people more that way as opposed to, like, going to a random bar somewhere and right. playing it. Like, it is a very, like, hotel, like popular venues, but, like, not a lot of people are really hearing you. Like, they hear you, but not really hearing your message so much. Absolutely. I, that's a big part of even what we're doing with the Jam Unplugged yeah. and having this conversation, too, to make sure that people are really listening and hearing. Yeah the story and the human behind the music. Yes. Right? Yeah. I agree with that. It's so important. And I think it just gives more layer and texture mm-hmm. and context. Yeah. And as far as that goes, like this whole like tour thing, like, yeah, that's to promote my name, but also like I carry the name like as an artist, like from Las Vegas, a local musician, like, you know, trying to like just share this message of what you can find in my song. Like the things that I've just talked about recently, like about love and, you know, like, you know, knowing that, like, you have had experiences that, like, have been really hard on you, but that's what makes you a beautiful person, you know? Well said. We'll end it on that, Meg, because cool. that's a beautiful way to wrap it up. And where can people find you? Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on all the music platforms. So it's Meg DeFantem, D-E-F-A-N-T-E-M. And that's the same as my Instagram handle with the underscore at the end. Awesome. Thank you so much for Thank being you. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Rock on. Bye.